Hi, welcome to my CBT podcast. This is Dr. Julie Osborne, and as always, thanks for being with me. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. It's probably a little different, but hopefully it was well and you felt loved and cared for. And whether it was Zoom or in person, you were around people that you love and are special to you. So I just said to my family, it's only one Thanksgiving out of our life. And next year we'll be back to normal. So we all want to stay safe, especially since hopefully we're nearing the corner with all of this, right? So I wanted to share an email I received, which was really sweet from someone on my Instagram page. Um, again, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at mycbtpodcast. So it says, Happy Holidays, Dr. Osborne. I wanted to reach out to let you know that I've really enjoyed your CBT podcast and I purchased Mind Over Move for myself and a couple of family members. I'm so thankful to have found your wisdom. I spent most of my formative years journaling through my trauma. I find myself surprisingly well-adjusted and thriving now as an adult. And most people ask me how I am so, quote, normal after what I've been through. I just love listening to your podcast and I find it helpful in my interactions with people around me who I think could really benefit from CBT. I'd love to hear an episode about anger and getting to those roots as it seems few close people to me could really need it. Thank you so much for sharing your incredible knowledge with us. It really means the world to me. So thank you very much. I keep people's names out just to keep it anonymous, but I wanted to share that. And uh, just to touch back on the anger which I did email back and let her know that there is an episode on anger called I'm Pissed. So if you feel like you could use some CBT and anger management, that would be a great podcast to listen to. So again, I love and really grateful about all your great emails. Really appreciate it. Again, you can email me through the Instagram at my CBT podcast. You can also reach me through jlotherapy at cox.net and mycbtpodcast at gmail.com. So you can find me all different ways also on Facebook, and I'll give you all those specifics at the end of today's podcast. Also, just to touch on the fact that she bought Mind Over Mood for some people, which is super, to give you some direction if you decide that you want to start with using the Mind Over Mood book. So I also had a therapist from back east reach out to me asking for some direction with it, is start off with the first four chapters and do the exercises in each chapter because they build on each other. And then once you get there... I usually suggest people jump around in the book based on what's best for them, and they talk about this in the book as well, but a lot of times I'll have people go to chapters 13, 14, or 15, which is on depression, anxiety, anger, guilt, and shame. So you can pick what's best for you, but if you do have any questions and you're working on the workbook, you know, that'd be a great time to email me. I'd be more than happy to, you know, shoot out an email back to give you some direction. So like I said, that's my go-to workbook. If you want to get started with that, that might be a good place. So today's podcast is on resentments, and I thought this would be a really good topic with the holidays coming up. (laughs) And why do I say that? Because I know holidays hopefully are cheery and happy, but, you know, holidays also bring up a lot of issues for people. You know, the suicide rate always goes up during the holiday, and it can be a really tough time for people. And and this year, it's going to be even tougher, right? Because we're not all going to be able to be together and have our normal traditions that we like to have. and. I thought, you know, talking about what what is resentment and how can CBT help with that and how can you work on your resentment, which is really, really important, I hope will be helpful. One other thing I wanted to say about the holidays, too, is, you know, a lot of people get really caught up in it based on how they want it to be. It needs to be perfect. It needs to be on the exact day. 
you know, everyone needs to be there. We all need to be happy. You know, for a lot of people, you know, the holidays have a lot of sad memories, especially if you grew up in a dysfunctional home. There might have been drug abuse, alcoholism, a lot of fighting. A lot of times it would even be worse during those times. So there's lot there's lots of reasons, you know, the holidays, you know, maybe you have a loss of relationship. You might have lost somebody this year and it's the first holiday without them. So there's lots and lots of reasons why the holidays can really, really tough. And it's nice to be mindful with each other, not just assume everyone's happy and looking forward to it, but you know, just be there for people that are maybe struggling a little bit. And, you know, be uh, mindful for yourself as well. You might be having some negative feelings and not being able to really connect why you're feeling that way. Sometimes that happens. People are like, I'm not sure why I'm feeling down or irritable or agitated. And as we talk, we're able to figure out, you know, what's going on in your environment, right? That's a big aspect of CBT. And to look around in your environment and see, you know, is there anything going on that I'm just really not being mindful of that's really affecting me? So those are just some little tools to kind of start figuring out where you're at. So the best definition, I have a couple here, but the best, not a definition, I guess, um, an analogy or metaphor is a better word that I've ever heard for a resentment is when I'm taking the poison and I'm waiting for you to die. So just take that in for a minute, right? I'm taking the poison and I'm waiting for you to die. And why is that a metaphor for resentment is because we're walking around with this elephant on our back. We're bitter and angry and hurt and frustrated. And there's a good chance that person you resent doesn't even know you're resentful. They're living their life. They might not even know they pissed you off or hurt you. And you're the one that's miserable. And that's why you're drinking the poison and you're waiting for them to die. And it just, it's not, there's nothing good about it. And it really holds you back in your life. So the actual definition of resentment is a feeling of indignant displeasure or persistent ill will at something or somebody regarded when there's something wrong happened, you were insulted, or there was some kind of injury. So feeling resentment towards somebody or a situation, you know, gives you this false sense of power, meaning you know, I'm angry and pissed off. So it makes me powerful. And, you know, you can't do it to me again. And I kind of have one over you and I'm going to punish you. But it's a false sense of power because you don't have any control over that other person or situation. And again, they may not even know. You're just walking around angry. You know, most of us, I think, have been there for moments in our lives where we just felt this resentment or anger and the other person doesn't even know that we were hurt. So it is this false sense of power. And I want to just clarify, there's a difference between anger and resentment. Resentment stems from the way we come to feel about these different emotions. They often go together, but anger is more displeasure. And resentment is bitterness. So there's a little bit, you know, they go together, but it's one thing to be angry and then move on. But resentment is when we really hold on to it and we have lots of different emotions. I know I had a podcast a few weeks ago about codependency. And I wanted to just make the connection here that codependency often causes resentment because when others don't do what we want, we feel unappreciated, victimized, uncared for, powerless. And we don't believe that we can change ourselves. That's where the codependency comes in. So then, you know, we're doing all these things for others because we think they should appreciate us and think we're great. And when that doesn't happen, we end up resenting them. So we have to look at our part. And say, you know, what am I doing? What are my expectations? And is it really fair that I'm resenting these people? 
because I'm expecting them to do something because I'm choosing to do something for them, even though they probably didn't even ask me to. So that's just something to look at regarding the codependency I wanted to throw in there. You want to remember that resentment is a choice, which is that you're choosing not to forgive an injustice or when you felt humiliated or felt taken advantage of, you know, maybe thinking others aren't working as hard, you know, or you felt belittled. So remember, even though this is a tough one, I'm t- I know you, you might need to listen or think about this podcast for a little bit because we feel so justified in being resentful, right? But we are choosing not to forgive the person. And so touch back in on that. Listen to my podcast on forgiveness because <laughs> that will explain more about why and how to forgive somebody. But that's where resentment comes from. I'm just going to hold on to this because you know, I deserve to be angry and upset. And there was an injustice. I was humiliated. I was taken advantage of. That could be true. That, you know, there's a good chance it's true. I'm not saying that you're making this up, but then when it turns into resentment, it just is going to, you know, make you sick inside and it's not good for you and it doesn't go anywhere. So let me talk about some signs of resentment. So if you're like, well, what does resentment really look like? Because I got all these other feelings and I'm pissed off and angry and hurt. So signs of resentment is when you have recurring feelings of a strong emotion, just as anger, inability to stop thinking about the event, feelings of regret, fear of avoidance of the conflict, and if the relationships are really tense. So if you've ever been in a room with someone and just feels tense because you're still angry and resentful towards them and they're maybe acting fine towards you, those are some signs to look at. You know, when you just can't let go of the feelings. And just, you know, ruminating, going over and over again, thinking about it all the time. But you're also afraid of, you know, the conflict, what that would mean if I actually approach the person, you know, to talk to them about it. So it's very, you know, it's a complicated thing, resentment. It's not that easy. And choosing not to let go of resentment, you know, literally, you know, stunts your personal growth in every area of your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then I, my assumption you know, my, my belief is that you want to grow. That's why you're here listening to this and want to learn tools. So the fact that you want to get better, maybe this is a step that you need to take and work on by letting go of the resentment so that you can be well. Also, you know, the, the physical effects, you know, it affects your immune system. You could have headaches, chronic pain, an increase in alcohol or drug use. People have increased blood pressure, you know, heart issues, heart attacks, strokes. All of those things can be affected when you're walking around with resentment and feeling angry. And I I believe that wholeheartedly. I've met too many people and I've heard too many different stories. I think I've shared some of those in my past podcasts about how people, um, you know, are angry, depression, all of those things affects us on a physical level, right? So we really need to take this seriously and understand. I really hope you get a grasp today of how this is affecting you and not so much focused on how pissed you are at the other person or how hurt you are. How is this affecting me? And it's, it's not working. It's not working. So let me go over some steps, of course, regarding CBT and resentment and how it'll all, you know, work together. So 
first you need to acknowledge the resentment, right? You need to really sit down and say, okay, is there anybody that I'm angry at? Is there anybody that I haven't shared how I feel about things? Am I ruminating? You know, am I personalizing what they did? You know, am I feeling, you know, just down, maybe depressed? Am I irritable with other people in my life? Because, you know, maybe I don't even realize I'm resentful, even though I am. And really think about that. Then you want to identify where you do have power, right? So I always talk about focusing on what you can change versus on what you can't change, right? And we want to focus on what we can change. That's the power I have. I can't change that person. I can't make them forgive me. I can't make them acknowledge what they did, okay? And, and sometimes, you know what, which I don't want to forget to say, sometimes they may apologize and you have to accept, you don't have to, you choose, I'm sorry, to accept that apology. But if you don't, you probably will just hold on to the resentment. So even if that person acknowledges it, it's still a step that you need to work on for you to let go and accept their apology. But as I was saying, you may never get what you're, what you're looking for you know, or being acknowledged for what happened, even if they, if you were wronged by that person. So you got to focus on, you know, where do I have some power? And that's where you need to take action is where you do have power. What can I do for myself? So that goes back again, listening to the podcast on forgiveness, but, you know, doing a forgiveness letter, doing some journaling, meditating, you know, talking to a therapist to process this. If spirituality is a part of your life, maybe talking to the person that you you know, go to regarding your spirituality and getting some direction. So taking action so you can start on that forgiveness level so you can let go of the resentment. And you want to release anything over which you do not have power over. So again, you want to really process that and say, okay, this is the thing I'm focused on. You know, I want them to apologize or I want them to fix it. Or, you know, maybe even pay me back. Could be somebody lent you money or you lent money, you're not getting it back. I mean, there's so many things. But I really need to think, you know, do I have any power to make this happen? And if I don't, then I need to let that go. And to make gratitude a habit can really help you start letting go of the resentment. Because gratitude is really focused on what we do have, right? And what we are grateful for. So say there's one person in your life that you're really ruminating and feel resentful towards. You know, if you can think about who do I have in my life and what is important. And do I have everything I need, even if I don't have everything I want, right? That can help you also get there. And another thing I want to say too about relationships, if you have some resentment towards someone is it's really important that, you know, you look at the whole relationship. Sometimes your relationship is, you know, good. And then you get disappointed. I tell people, you know, the ones you love, the ones that love you, we're going to disappoint each other. It's just the way it goes. (laughs) Nobody's perfect. Okay. We're super close. We have interactions all the time, emotionally connected. Well, we're probably going to get disappointed. But that doesn't mean the whole relationship is worth dumping or the whole relationship is over. And, you know, you need to give your relationships a chance by communicating well, letting someone know when you're upset, you know, working on accepting that apology and looking cumulatively at this whole relationship. You know, to have a relationship for 10, 20, 30 years, that's really close. And then you get disappointed. You need to process and deal with that. But it's not worth dumping the whole relationship, right? You need to look and say, is all of these other wonderful things I've had from this relationship and and all the wonderful things I have gotten from this person shows they really do love and care about me. So maybe they just, they screwed up this time. They blew it. They really messed up. And if they can acknowledge that 
and hear your, you know, your hurt or your frustration or your sadness, you know, in any, in it actually probably make the relationship even closer, but, you know, don't just be ready to cut something off because one thing happened. You need to look at the whole situation, all the facts and what do you have to lose if you don't keep this relationship? Are you going to lose more, you know, versus just, you know, feeling, you know, uh, justified and being pissed off and angry the rest of your life? So, and I know this is kind of extreme, but I'll tell my clients, like, you know, when you're on your deathbed, are you going to be glad that you stayed angry and resented this person your whole life? Or are you going to say, you know, I wish I handled it differently? So a lot of times, you know, I'll make decisions if I'm not sure what to do, thinking about after the fact, if I do this, how will I feel? I'll ask myself on my deathbed, will I be glad that I cut that person out of my life? Sometimes, you know what, the answer might be yes, too. I don't want this podcast to sound like, forgive everyone, bring everyone in your life. That's not the answer. Some people you need to say, this isn't a good relationship anymore. I have some boundaries, but I'm just saying that you want to really think about the resentment for yourself. It's more about you that I'm talking about, okay, that I need to let go of the resentment, whether or not I have a relationship with this person anymore, because I don't want to walk around angry and pissed off and make myself sick. So that, that's really my message here. And I'm talking about a lot of different things. <laughs> also, another tool that you can use, it's a great cognitive therapy tool is called a cost-benefit analysis. And what you could do, we, I talked about this in some other podcasts, but uh, the last one on perfectionism, actually. So you want to take a piece of paper and just put a down, line down the middle so you got two columns. And on the top would be benefits of staying, you know, resentful towards, you know, Sue, right? And then on the left side, you're going to write the advantages of staying resentful and angry. And on the right, you're going to put down the disadvantages. And then take your time. And fill that out. So maybe some advantages are I don't have to deal with them anymore. You know, I'm not going to give them the opportunity to hurt me anymore. It makes me feel safe. You know, I feel justified. Those would be some advantages, and that's that's real, right? Maybe I'll get more attention and more pity from other people when I share my story. Those could be advantages for you. The disadvantages is it's running your life. It doesn't make you happy. It affects your health. I might be giving up a really good relationship. I'm not using this as an opportunity to grow and to learn how to forgive or to communicate better. So there's lots of disadvantages as well, right? And so then when you finish your two lists, your advantages and disadvantages, you want to, you know, weigh them out and say, you know, is it 80-20, 70-30 that, you know, the disadvantages outweigh the advantages or vice versa? And that can help you make a decision. It's a great, great tool. I love using it for so many different situations because it helps you look at both sides clearly and see sometimes the disadvantages really do outweigh the advantages, but we don't think about that, right? So that's a tool you can use. As always, you know, you can use the Mind Over Mood book, you know, using the thought records, right? That my situation is, I feel resentful towards this person, right? What are my other feelings? Hurt, frustrated, scared, angry, humiliated, disappointed. And then what are my thoughts? They don't care about me. They'll never apologize. We could never have a good relationship again. You know, I was stupid to trust them. Those would be some of the thoughts. And then to see if those are hot thoughts, right? If they're thoughts that are 100% true or not. And then to start challenging those and maybe coming up more with a balanced thought. And then come up with a solution. Yeah, I'm going to just work on letting go of my resentment, but I'm not going to continue this relationship. You know, or maybe I do want to see if I can repair it and then come up with some problem solving. And how do I want to set that up? How do I want to communicate? What do I want to say? You can write out a dialogue, be prepared, reach out to them, say, can we meet? I want to talk to you about something that's important to me. So there's lots of steps 
to get ready. Again, if you're in therapy, you know, walk this through with your therapist. Let your therapist help you set everything up so you can have the most success, you know, possible if you're wanting to repair. So those are just some ideas regarding using the cognitive therapy tools as well. You know, with resentment, we're going to have lots and lots of hot thoughts. And we really want to figure out, you know, which ones are important enough to challenge and how can I give myself to have some peace? What's going to work for me? Because again, this is really something that's really weighing on you. And most people that I talk to, and I can say for myself too, when I've been able to work through resentments, I definitely feel better. I feel a weight off my shoulder. Sometimes I've had the people in my life still, sometimes I haven't, but that's, I still feel good because I made a decision for me and I took my power back and I'm not going to let that person control my life by me being pissed off and walking around and they're doing whatever. I'm not going to drink the poison and wait for them to die. So one other really great prayer you can use if that's part of your life is a serenity prayer. The serenity prayer is really popular. Popular is probably not a good word to use, but it's the prayer that in 12-step meetings they use often. So let me share it here with you and see if it can be of help. So it says, God, grant me the serenity, accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So that's pretty much what we're talking about today, right? Is having that wisdom to know the difference of what you can change and what you can't. And, you know, in AA, if you ever read the big book, it talks about the number one offender that destroys more alcoholics than anything else is resentment. You know, people will drink over it, take drugs, whatever your addiction might be, resentment will push you to that. So it's something really important. If any of you, you know this already in the 12-step program, that that's something that you really focus on. That's really important to work on and to let go because it's only destroying you. So again, I know I shared a lot of stuff, a lot of different tools. I hope this gave you some ideas, some food for thought, you know, to really sit down and say, do I have any resentments in my life? You know, write it down on paper. Who is it? What's it about? And really, you know, use the tools that we've been talking about all this time about what are my thoughts? Why do I feel resentful? You know, are they 100% true? How can I shift that? Do I want to reach out? Do I need to just maybe set a boundary? You know, maybe I feel resentful towards somebody that I still kind of see from time to time, and I don't really want to see them anymore. And that's okay. So set that boundary for yourself. You know, or if I have to see them just because of, you know, like the holidays are coming up, right? And maybe your family will see certain people. You know, how am I going to handle that? How am I going to talk to them? How am I going to, you know, interact with that person that isn't really a healthy person to be around? So those are some things to just think about. You know, if you don't have those resentments in your life, good for you. You've probably worked on it. You probably understand the power that you have is only over yourself and how you can make changes in your life. And it's all about you. You know, let me bring all this back. It's all about you and what is best for you in your life. And that if you feel like you can't do this alone, you know, I'm here for you. There's lots of people out there for you, other therapists, there's friends. If your clergy is a part of your life, as I said before, whatever, you know, reach out and talk to someone to help get some clarity. Because sometimes we'll just get stuck in our heads and our heads are not a good place sometimes to get stuck, right? (laughs) You know, if I said before, we got 80, 90,000 thoughts a day, and sometimes it's really hard to 
kind of break those up and shift that thinking and see things in a different way. And listening to someone else can sometimes help you get there. And using the CBT tools can definitely help you get there. So we can figure out what you are thinking, which is making you feel resentful. And let's, you know, look at that more objectively and decide what's best for you. So I'll be talking to you again before the holidays, but for those celebrating Hanukkah next week, happy Hanukkah. And we'll talk again before again Christmas comes or whatever other holidays anyone's celebrating. We've got Kwanzaa coming. So the New Year's coming. We've got a lot of things to be grateful for. And again, that's what we want to focus on. So have a great week. Again, reach out, share with me your thoughts, ideas, any way that I can help. I'd like to be here for you. I'd love you to follow me on my Instagram page on my CBT podcast. You can also follow me on Facebook at Dr. Julie Osborne, LCSW. Go to my website at mycognitivebehavioraltherapy.com. There's videos, newsletters, lots of good information on there. Subscribe to Apple Podcasts if that's what you listen to and rate and review. I would love to get some more reviews. And again, share this podcast with everyone you think would be helpful. The more people I can reach, the better. I'm reaching lots of people. I just got a new email also today from someone from Lithuania who's following me on my uh, Instagram. (laughs) So that was really cool for me. Again, thanks for taking your time and being with me. Have a wonderful week and we will be together again soon. Whoa, Poe Productions.